0: Hello everybody what's going on it's jesse lee and call me hashtag boss Leader, the people's mentor and this is episode 424 of the show on how to be unapologetic wow Unapologetically yourself. I know this is something a lot of you probably need a little fresh reminder on, just considering that uh, sometimes businesses go up and down. I've been getting a lot of messages lately that some of you are like, oh my gosh, just keep doing what you're doing. I know you're gonna love this episode, and if you do, make sure you subscribe, make sure you screenshot it, put in your stories, leave a five star review, and tell a friend. You'll see in the show notes that there is a link to a Telegram channel. We're gonna do pop up trainings that are starting this week, so make sure you get subscribed to that. You can tell your teams about it as well if you'd like to what you're hearing on this episode of the podcast is me training a network marketing team anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed if you choose to participate in a network marketing company understand it is very hard work and by no way are my results typical I love you guys I appreciate you I hope you love episode 424 of the show it
1: brings the heat and We are going to talk today so much just about being unapologetic, being confident and just freaking doing you because I think that is something she does the absolute best. So if you are not already following I'm Boss Lee, you need to because (laughs) Jesse Lee is absolute fire. In everything that she does, she brings the heat and the magic because she just owns who she is. And I really want to just focus on that today. So thank you so much for being here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Hey, how you doing, Stacey? Good to see you again. Um, what a nice intro. You're so nice. And I'm excited. What a good topic. Like, talking about being unapologetically us, etc. Like, I'm excited to see where the interview goes because you never know. Like, you never know what questions somebody's going to ask to take you down like a rabbit hole and... So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm excited. I love it. I love it.
1: Absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, because quintessentially, I talk about what it means to be this influential alpha leader, right? And I love bringing in guests who at the core exude that because they're in such clarity ownership of who they are Mm. they show up in such beauty balance power and are completely unapologetic because they step into that place of being unconditional it's like i'm rocking who i am my inside straight so i can create all this magic externally and you know fuck off if you disagree with it
0: (laughs) that's really powerful beauty beauty what was it you said beauty balance and power I love that. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. And it's really true. And the second thing you just said, and I don't usually like reiterate what people say, but that was so good is you talked about when you when you get right in here, it it exudes outwardly. And I think that's the one thing that so many people, there's a lot of stuff that people miss when they're wondering why they're not successful, um, or why they're not growing or why their business is plateauing or whatever. And I would argue it's really that it's like, you're, there's something in here. You're not happy with something going on in here. You have to understand you got to fix here. You got to love here. You got to be sure about who you are here and then the world will respond. So I love that you said that. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say that. So I like that.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, and it is. I mean, thinking about uh, the power of influence, you know, we're in this place as long as, you know, we have that clarity, that belief, that knowing in ourselves, we have really rock solid boundaries, of course. And then we have that beautiful balanced energy, that balanced masculine-feminine energy, that balance in prioritizing ourselves, our family, all the things that are important to us as as well as our businesses. Yeah. You know, so all of those, those are like my core pillars to having this type of influence or what I call influential leadership. Like so, influential yeah, really, really key. Yeah. So let's of course I'm sure, as everybody always wants to know the backstory, because you are I just huge, not in ter- not just in terms of your business and the in- but it, and, and influence in MLM and network marketing, sort of the industry as a whole, regardless of which particular company someone chooses to work with. Like you're just at that, you know, network network marketing pro level Mm -hmm. just across the board, but also, you know, what you are doing to help people, the impact you're making in the world on all the layers, is just absolutely fantastic. So Mm -hmm. of course, epic badass people are self-made and have come from all kinds of just crazy shit. So let's talk about (laughs) how you got started doing the magic that is you and really stepping into the power of not just jesse lee but the i'm boss lee because right
0: that's that next level that's a story i don't even tell that often so i'm excited about that um i mean i tell my background a lot so i grew up in a really really small country town in middletown maryland so i don't know if you have any any listeners from from frederick county maryland but that's where i'm from we're a little you know small well, we were anyway, I think it's a golf course now, but we were like future farmers of America, you know? So, uh, but anyway, so I come from this really small town and I think the interesting thing about small towns is no, it seems like nobody leaves, you know, like, I don't know what the statistics are on this, but I actually now want to Google this. It's like the amount of people who get trapped in the cycle of generation of generation of that. And you know what I mean by that? Cause it's different everywhere. Like every little small town has their thing. Um, and the small town mentality, the small mindsets, the small, all this stuff, it's, it's staggering how much people get stuck. And I knew from a very young age, I didn't want to get stuck because I was the kid that was constantly bullied. I was the kid that, uh, was very misunderstood. Like I sent my dad to jail when I was nine years old. We just had a rough household to begin with. we didn't have enough food. We didn't have, um, like, you know, I don't want to say like the right clothes. That sounds really dramatic, but like, you know, I was only wearing hand-me-downs or clothes that were made, things that didn't fit right, whatever. Um, and it's but like, we weren't. It's like we were. I I think about it in the sense of clearly we were struggling, but also I saw. Like I think this is the beauty of where I grew up. We struggled, it. But I saw the 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 beauty of abundance. So people in my my hometown, they had stuff. Like the kids that, from the school with the pop collars or the kids that were moving into town and living on the golf courses that were being built. Or, you know, I saw the nicer cars and I saw like what, and I'm like, oh my God, like what would it be like to not be like this? You know, I remember that. And so um, anyway, so I say all of that to say, I think people need to understand your past really gets to form you into who you're going to be depending on how you choose to see it. So I saw it as, I don't like this. I saw it as, I don't like, uh, being made fun of because of money, which is something I can't control at, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 10, 11, 12 years old, 13. I got my first job and I started controlling some income flow and I you mean, know, it was an ice cream shop. Let's not pretend that I was like a big baller. All right. But like I started controlling some income flow so I could start, you know, like, you know, whatever it made an impact on my family, um, was raised by my grandparents, which I'm really grateful for because I'm like, I'm only 32 right now. I'm way out there in, actual maturity so the way I speak the way I talk the way I behave in general you I I feel like I can tell that there's a generational gap between like clearly my parents didn't raise me there was another um another generation above which I'm really grateful for um I, I just hustle mentality was always there it just had to be it was the only form of survival and so education was really important it's the only reason why I actually ended up going to college. My nana and granddad, who raised me, like I said, were like, "You gotta go to college. You gotta go to college. College will get you out of this situation." And I'm like, "I gotta get the hell out of this situation!" Like I don't know who's listening. Who's like, "I gotta get out of here." So I was ready to do the most. You know, like I was open to anything, and I, I want, I lived to make her proud. Right? I still really live to make her proud, even though she's passed away. And so she said, education, I said, okay, um, like I said, when you don't have friends, like I mentioned, um, you, you, you have time to study. So I was, you know, I was like the little good student, little nerd, little band nerd, whatever. And I did go to school on a, on an academic ride and graduated from college, top honors, worked in a pathology lab, hated it, miserable. And the cool thing, well, cool, it's not cool. The interesting thing about this, I don't know if this still is like part of the story you want to hear, but I will never forget how proud everyone was that I had a real job. Like, people poo-poo entrepreneurship all the time. Like, until you're a successful entrepreneur. Like, nobody's poo-pooing me now. Nobody's poo-pooing you. Nobody's poo-pooing our friends who are, you know, like, nobody's poo-pooing these people, you know, with our supercars or our big houses or our, you know, trips around the world or our private jet, whatever, name it. No one's like, oh, entrepreneurship doesn't work. Well, like, it was very frowned upon when I was, or it was very elevated that I had a job. People didn't seem to care that my job, Well, I'm getting fired up about this, my job was making me more broke every two weeks. Like, (laughs) there's more people out there with steady jobs that they cash a paycheck on every other Friday or whenever it is. And with that paycheck every other Friday or whatever it is, the money's already spent and not on, like, credit card debt they accrued and not on shoes they wanted and not on nights out with their girlfriends. It's literally spent on bills. Like people are literally paying bills and dying and it's being celebrated all over the world. Like it's some huge heroic thing. And I'm like, there is a better freaking way. And I, I didn't know what the better way was, but, um, I Googled because I was getting pissed. <laughs> like, I feel like you can relate to this because you talked about like a balance of like masculine feminine energies, which we can totally go down a rabbit hole on. But like when I get mad, I just get into action, and I can tell you're the same. And uh, I just started getting pissed. It took me like six months of going more and more and more and more broke just to live in a basement. Like I was paying like nine hundred dollars a rent, nine hundred dollars a month in rent to live in a basement room, and then it got increased by three hundred dollars a month. And I'm like, I am, I can't. What like so I was going more and more broke to pay bills, pay for my car that was breaking down. Also, it was a freaking Ford Focus, like all this whatever, and I just got mad. And I think maybe more people just need to get mad. Because when I get mad, I'm like, it's action time. Like, it's like lights, camera, action, baby. I'm pissed. And um, so I Googled at-home businesses that make the most money. And I joined literally the first thing that popped up. So I cut my teeth in entrepreneurship, um, literally just uh, doing direct sales. You know, going into people's houses, asking people if they'd host events hey will you have a party for me will you look at my catalog will you uh? you know i felt like a little you know girl scout selling cookies again you know i felt like a, like you know in elementary school when you get the um you're supposed to sell the wrapping paper like i felt like that door-to-door person again basically like come on somebody buy something um but you know it turned into i mean it wasn't overnight obviously but it turned into this and it and even in that first month no i wasn't financially free like I am now but I started seeing those little glimmers of oh my god if I don't quit there might be actually something to this oh my god if I don't quit like maybe this could be something and then I just surrounded myself with mentorship and it was mostly online um or CDs actually god it's just HSL, by oh, don't we? CDs. Uh, so CDs, like, you know, Jim Rohn I loved. I loved Zig Ziglar. I was listening to all of these, uh, just CDs in the car. Brene Brown, even, back then. Um, just driving in the car, you know, cause, mostly because my radio didn't work, if we're being totally honest. <laughs> uh, but I was just driving in my car, driving in my car, like, listening to this stuff. I basically had a university on wheels and... Um, then then I would, you know, Google search stuff. I stumbled upon Tim Ferriss. I'm like, Oh, who's this, you know? And that sent me down like a deeper entrepreneurship rabbit hole. Cause then, you know, he's a venture capitalist. He's, you know, an angel investor. He's all this stuff. I'm like, what? Like normal people can do, have normal things. Like you get to write your own, you get to write your own story. And, uh, then I stopped thinking just direct sales and I started thinking big and I knew the little direct sales thing wasn't going to be it for me. I made a um, a pivot into the network marketing space like you mentioned um, and that has allowed me liquid cash flow of we won't go there but I'm number one in the world so it's... Um, a lot. Uh, and that has allowed me to become uh, a very successful investor. And so I have a lot of stuff going on now. And that's why I got to speak at MDM and in and, uh, and Apex and all of that not because of network marketing, but because I'm just kind of a badass entrepreneur. <laughs>
1: and, and that is absolute truth. Absolute truth. And that's it, right? Because you had that focus and that drive and that tenacity to know and I love where you're persistence because we see this all the time whether we're talking entrepreneurship whether we're talking network marketing how people are all excited at the beginning and you fit hit those one or those first two three whatever rejections no's, the the event no, no sales like whatever it is and people just throw in the towel but I here yeah. you are consciously feeding your soul stuff to, to to help that bigger vision and help to keep you going.
0: Yeah, that's powerful because I think for me, there was just no plan B. And I think most people, especially in this gig economy we do right now, this is a really good conversation already. I'm so excited. I think in this gig economy, especially, it's like people will say that they're focused on their dreams and they're focused on their long-term vision. And then they get told no, like, three or four times. And I would argue, first of all, the breakthrough is probably right here. Like, again, when you start getting mad, when you start getting frustrated, when you start really plugging in, there's something, you know, magical, whatever you want to call it, you know, God sent, whatever, that just, it clicks, like a big catalyst, like a spark, and it all sets on fire in a good way. But with this gig economy, the one thing that I find to be a little dangerous is people who could be really great if they were all in on something, whatever their something is, you know, they're opening a boutique and they go all in. They're doing... You know it doesn't matter right they're they're whatever any kind of thing instead of focus focus, focus focus, focus, focus focus, they do this they're looking side to side and seeing what everyone else is doing, and it reminds me of that meme you probably remember in uh, in the Olympics when Michael Phelps was having his last races um it's, it went crazy viral, so he's Michael Phelps is swimming full steam ahead, right. Um, and there's this Brazilian next to him who was like, and it was probably partially media driven, but like he was talking all this crap about Michael Phelps being old and you know, I'm going to beat you and whatever. Like I definitely media driven now that it comes out of my mouth. Okay. It's probably not true at all. They're probably like friends. But anyway, I remember being like, screw this guy. This guy's an a-hole. Like leave Michael Phelps alone. Right. And, uh, the picture after Michael Phelps wins this race. And I think it's like his 23rd gold medal or something like that as the race is finishing and michael straight ahead this guy from brazil is literally going like this just staring at michael phelps like he was so focused on what michael phelps was doing that he did not win his race and so what i see a lot of time in entrepreneurship is people who start and if you would be focused you could go and you could cross the finish line they go oh my god it's so stressful and like did you know did you know that um, you know, Uber drivers, Uber is in need of drivers. Like, let me go Uber. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like I'm so stressed out, let me DoorDash. TikTok showed me a DoorDash at DoorDash ad. I'm going to go DoorDash. Like, they Oh, I'm just going to go babysit and watch my little baby sister for $40 tonight. What are you talking about? Any objects. Anything. I'm just like trying to think of a couple no. of like random things. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. No, you have to be all in on your dreams. It doesn't need to make sense to anybody except for you. Most of mm-hmm. what I I do Did not make sense to anybody until, like, year six. And then they went, oh, my God. Like, look at what she drives. Look at what Whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah. Like, hello. You know, like, I'm not here to play. I have not been playing. You just didn't see it. I was digging my well and digging my well and digging my well and digging my well. You just didn't see it because it was underground. Well, now it's here. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's up and it's stuck. So now you're going to know me because I never... Like I didn't go get another job. No, I could have, you know, I could have been kind of entrepreneurship, then waiting tables, kind of entrepreneurship, you know, do, you know, selling some, you know, retail kind of do it. No, no, I was all in laser focus, no excuses, 20 hour days. I'm still at like 18 hour days, but like, whatever, you know, 20 hour days, um, when everybody's laughing, everyone's saying you're, people call you crazy all the time. I know it for a fact. They call you probably angry, she's aggressive, she's, you know, why is she so pushy? You know, why is she da, 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 whatever. Whatever. Like
1: the haters.
0: Yeah, I'm sure of
1: it. The, but it is, it's it's that reflection of the stuff they're not willing to do within themselves, you know. And I love that you hit that, right? Like by year 6 Because the persistence pays off and all of a sudden everybody gets to see externally all the work you've been putting on internally and in your business with being focused and all in on your vision, not what anybody else is doing. (laughs) And, you know, because like, I love that you hit that, you know, how easy it is for people to get distracted or just so not be all in. For themselves and their vision that they'll just grab at anything because they're being fueled by the scarcity and the fear rather than the passion and the drive for what they can create when they really tap into their power and their purpose. I mean, and I'll tell you, I will be honest, when I started my coaching business because it was only a year after my rock bottom moment i started my coaching business you know i was doing all my inner work that when i started started it i had no idea i'd have multiple six figure and seven figure off first clients investing at that level working with me i had no idea that was even a possibility because my first two years in business cost me money right i lost money right <laughs> my first two years in business nope Mm-mm. literally my husband's day job was helping to pick up the slack <laughs> and my veteran's disability picking up the slack for the business that was not working because I was like, I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm reinvesting in my business. It costs me money. And then here it is six, you know, six years later, five years later in business and, you and doing the- things. I had no idea I'd be able to do just because I stayed focused on my dream and my vision and the impact and legacy I'm called to create.
0: Ooh, girl, that was powerful. Right? That was powerful stuff. It, it's okay. true. Congratulations, by the way. And thank you for your service. I oh, appreciate you. Thank you. And you are welcome. Yeah. I mean, thank it's you. it's an abundant world. And I think too many people out there are just so focused on on that scarcity, like you said. Yeah. And uh, if you're not working towards your passions, you're building somebody else's dreams. And I think... Maybe, and you know what, there are people, and you know, it's not to say it's a bad thing. Somebody's got to be somebody's employee. I've got a bunch of employees. I need them. I hope to, you know, I really hope they don't wake up one day and go, today's the day. I follow my dreams. No, no, don't follow your dreams. I need you. Right? Like, but for those of you who. And for those of you who have this calling on your life to do something more, you know, when are you going to step up to the plate? You've got to start start taking some swings. And I love that you said, uh, you know, no, I I lost money those first two years. I think not enough people talk about it. Not enough people um, are open about that. Not enough people, quite frankly, are honest about it. Honesty is probably the word I'm really looking for. And, you know, be it as it may, I just, I mean, you know, it's a struggle. Sometimes and you don't want to get up sometimes and you don't want to do the calls sometimes and you don't want to show up to whatever the trainings Whatever it is. You don't want to read the book for God's sake, you know You don't want to invest like really another thousand dollar event. Are you kidding me? No, this is ridiculous Whatever it is, right? And but those are the moments of your life where you turn into the person that you're supposed to be I believe that
1: Mm. Absolutely, right? It is it's it's in that struggle That we get to learn who we are. All the most powerful lessons in my life came from some fucked up shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like straight up, you know. Actually, I want to talk on
0: that really fast because you mentioned rock bottom Hmm. and I was going to say something about it. Please. That is, and I know I can tell you know this already, that is was probably one of the moments of your life steve jobs calls it the dots in your life where you look back and they are things that completely connect your life together and you're like oh my god that was that was one of those moments right um i think rock bottom is a big blessing and it is often demonized because i think most people you will not change Until your whole life is blowing up. You literally will complain and complain and complain. I'm broke. I'm unhappy. I'm fat. I'm sad. I'm ugly. I'm this. I'm unlovable. I'm unworthy. You will say all this crap for years. Until your life turns into a dumpster fire. Like, like, you won't change anything. You won't divorce your abusive husband. You won't do, like, in that weird example, because, like, I know abuse is very hard to get out of, so I don't want to, like, trigger anybody. You, but, like, you literally won't change anything until your whole life has completely fallen apart and you have to turn to something higher than yourself. I love When people go, I'm at rock bottom, I can't pay, I'm dying. (laughs) Because when you are so freaking desperate, you'll do anything. You'll find money to start a business. You'll scrape together whatever. You'll leave all those toxic relationships behind. You'll stop calling the friend who doesn't believe in you. You'll break up with a the, with the partner who just sucks the life out of you, who has been sucking the life out of you for years, and you've never had the confidence to leave them. You'll change your workout routine. You'll wake up earlier. You'll freaking read books. You won't watch Netflix. You'll change your whole life. You'll restructure everything. You'll turn into a different person. It'll feel like overnight. So when people go, I'm, I'm at rock bottom, I'm like, oh, thank God, we can do something with this. Like, all this, like, pitter-pattering, life is terrible. Uh, uh, it's clearly not that terrible, or you change it. Because my life was pretty freaking terrible, and I went, I'm dead with this crap. I changed it. Mm-hmm. I got mad, like I said. So if it's mad, anger, whatever, or rock bottom, where everything's falling apart, ooh, I love when we're getting to rock bottom, because we're getting a breakthrough. Or you're just going to mm-hmm. live a an existence that's just very dull. Monotonous you're unhappy you're sad you're depressed you're anxious you're aggressive you know but passive aggressive you're probably not even aggressive you're passive aggressive you have you know relationships that are totally unfulfilling and good on you when you're on your deathbed and you look back on your life and you go what if I, what if I would have actually done something with my life? yeah, hit rock bottom it's a beautiful place
1: it is it it inspires resourcefulness. That's the most amazing thing. It inspires resourcefulness. And as we've been talking about today, right? That focus. Because there's no other option anymore. Yeah. It eliminates the plan B. And when we're all in in that commitment to ourselves and our vision, we change the world. That's it. Well, that is a beautiful mic drop moment for us to take our mid-episode break. So we will be right back to continue this powerful discussion that we are having today. Any specific things you would like to touch on in the second half? No, this is fun. This is cool. (laughs) Yeah, we're just uh, co-creating some awesomeness today. No, it's funny that you're from uh, Maryland. I just moved to Florida from uh, Southwestern PA. My office oh. is actually in Morgantown, West Virginia. So. Oh,
0: very familiar with the area. Yeah. yeah, of course.
1: Yep, yep. I know the whole place. So many of the people from, you know, that county in Maryland would always come into Morgantown. No, for
0: sure. Do, like I'm Networking big... events, business yeah.
1: networking events and stuff. So. Of course. That's awesome. (laughs) And how many of them worked at Mylan? Because that's where I, that's how I ended up down there. I ended up getting recruited by Mylan Pharmaceuticals. I was a pharmaceutical chemist. That was my, one of those contributing pieces to the misery of
0: (laughs) rock bottom. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, so, cool. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, we'll just keep, we'll just keep rolling with the, bringing the heat. Cool. Let's
0: do it. Yeah.
1: All right, we are back with the amazing Jesse Lee. We are just bringing the heat today on our conversation and getting real, getting real about leadership, entrepreneurship, success, and really stepping into your power and freaking owning it. So I feel like kind of as I alluded to at the beginning, right? You have built a brand around really owning your power and being absolutely unapologetic, in who you are the truth you speak how you do it all the stuff what how has that played a role because I know that part of your brand is why you're so successful but how did you step into that piece obviously we know we've been talking about the resourcefulness and the tenacity but when do you feel like things really shifted for you in that next level of that power truth and just ownership of who you are? Man, that's a loaded question.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, in a good way. There's, It's just a lot, you know? I think a lot of people, you know, they listen to podcasts or watch videos or whatever, and they want a quick fix, and I'll just be the one to tell you. There's no quick fix. So, the first thing is, I think you need to start building confidence in yourself, and the way you build confidence in yourself is actually through doing actions. So... You know, and I mean micro actions also. So you don't need to do something huge to start believing in yourself. But what are the little things you can start to do step by step by step by step, by step to believe and build uh, the confidence in what you're doing? Because you can... So people do things like, well, they'll set goals. And then they don't take the actions towards them. And then they miss the goals. Or they don't actually drive towards the goals. And then they start to to, like be very hard on themselves. I see this all the time. What's wrong with me? Well, like, you literally didn't take the steps towards your goals, right? Like, that's what was wrong with you. You're Nothing's wrong with you, but, like, your action plan was very poorly executed, right? So I tell people, I'm like, even if it's, you know, two follow-ups a day or something, and you say, that's my goal for the day, because maybe you're new in business, you're scared, you're going to barf, whatever. Like, when you do... Those two follow-ups, you need to celebrate. You need to recognize that you did what you did. And it starts with small stuff like that. Now, you know, at at the stage, you know, maybe some people listening are at, you're at, I'm at. Like, you got to start celebrating some bigger stuff, you know. But you got to build the confidence in yourself first. And I think that starts with when you say you're going to do something, you do it. When you say you're going to go to the gym, you do it. When you say you're going to whatever, you do it. Because if you don't, then you start crushing the trust you have in yourself. You stop believing in you way before anyone else stops believing in you. I see that all the time. It's like, I train this. I'm like, you need to borrow my belief until you believe in yourself. But I say that because the only reason anybody would ever stop believing in themselves is if they lied to themselves and 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 they lied 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 so many times that they just stopped thinking they could do anything. And then... Until they hit rock bottom, they basically self-sabotage, yeah? So, you have got, like we just talked about. <laughs> so, the, st- the confidence building was massive. Um, Investing in myself was really big. So, I started realizing I needed to find little time machines, as I like to call them, to elevate my existence. And all I'm really saying is you can become a year wiser in a day. Or to 10 years wiser, who knows, when you're around the right people. Now... So for me, I was like, you know what? The only way these people are gonna spend time with me is if I pay them. Like, I know. Why would a multimillionaire spend time with me? I'm broke, right? Why would they ever spend time with me? Why would Tony Robbins spend time with me? Like, he doesn't, like, why would would he? He would not, right? But I needed to have a mental breakthrough, which means I needed to spend the money and see Tony Robbins, you know? Like, just, it's like one example. I needed to spend the money, and Eric Worre is my main mentor. Like, I have spent... This is not an exaggeration. I know it's going to sound like an exaggeration. I've pr- I've probably spent over half a million dollars with him in the last 4 years. Half a million dollars. Like it's not a little bit of money, but he wasn't going to pay attention to me. I was like I was like I, I mean it's a lot of money still so like nobody misunderstand what I'm saying, but I was I was making $30,000 a month, which is not a lot of money in my profession. You're not a, you're not a top performer at $30,000 a month. And I wanted him to know me, and I wanted to be in his circle, and I wanted to have conversations with him about investing, and I wanted to have conversations with his billionaire friends about investing, and I wanted to get in his circles. And I'm like, I guess I gotta spend, I guess I gotta buy less shoes and less restaurants out and rest less whatever. So my first event, like I did not want to go because I was like, this is this is crazy. I invested in myself. I spent seven hundred fifty dollars. I got two days at a. It was a big event. There were like seven hundred people or something. So it wasn't even close proximity. But I committed that if I'm going to spend $750, I'm going to learn. And I jumped in that time machine and nine months later, this is years ago, so I'm not making like income claims, which is so illegal in my profession, right? Um, but so years ago, I went from $30,000 a month, nine months later, after investing that money in myself, learning and actually applying it, I was making $206,000 in that month, nine months later when I saw him again. And he went, what did you do? I said, everything you said. I wasn't about to waste $750 like are you crazy lost your mind lost your mind um, I just started getting closer to people who had what I wanted and a lot of that was virtually I wanted to get to that next iteration of Jesse Lee what's that next version of me who, who am I well I've got to consume different content i'll give like most people a little to do when you go on your instagram feed you go on your facebook feed you go on your tiktok feed if the people in your feed that you're subscribed to are not motivating you encouraging you uplifting you making you feel happy making you feel worse about yourself making you feel less than making you feel like your body's not good enough your lifestyle's not good enough your partner's not good enough whatever it is you need to unfollow them you know people who hate their bodies i'm like go check your instagram feed Maybe it's because everyone you follow is a supermodel that's been photoshopped and airbrushed and you know boobs lifted, waist tucked, like with a with an application, and you're over there hating yourself. Unfollow, unsubscribe. You know, like I I just I changed all these little mindset things. Um, I started doing masterminds. You know, I met Stumen, uh because I joined a mastermind that costs I, I think it's like thirty thousand dollars a year. Like I joined a mastermind. I'm in two masterminds, but like. I joined one and I'm like, I need to get around people who dream bigger. That is a time machine for me. And then you need somebody who's going to coach you or somebody who's going to train you or somebody who's going to show you the path. And coaching is not, come on, you can do, Uh, no, like I need you to show up, right? Like I can't say, well, you be my coach. Well, yeah, go, go do this, go do that. Well, that is out of my budget. Well, then no. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not going to coach you. I mean, you know, you're a freaking coach, girl, right? You just said you've got people giving you seven figure contracts, right? And there's something that happens when you start to know your value. I think you might have said the word boundaries. Either that or it's in my head. I don't know.
1: I am a boundaries expert, my dear. See? I
0: knew <laughs> it. There was like a connection. Like, you start setting boundaries around your worth and what your value is to the world, and people will respond. But you've got to jump on those time machines first to get yourself ahead, further, faster, and those little those little things just whew, changed a lot. Changed a lot for me. They
1: they so do, and I love that you brought up too, like that the community aspect where you saw someone. I was actually at uh, GoPro in
0: 2016 in Vegas. Okay, so I was literally there. Yeah, yeah that was we're my there. that There's was time. that was my first GoPro. That was my first GoPro. <laughs> yeah, with so like that. That Tony Robbins mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. so, like, I upgraded to VIP, because, again, mm-hmm. okay, so I clearly have ADHD, <laughs> but, like, if I'm not in the front of a room, like, forget about it. I don't know what you said, <laughs> okay, because if I feel like you can't see, like, I need you to be, if I feel like you can see me, I'm like, oh, Stacy can see me, okay, <laughs> I gotta be focused, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I was, yeah, so I did VIP, I was actually, when I talked about Tony. So weird I said that cuz I never say Tony whatever god you know not shocked. But um when I say Tony Robbins, I mention him because in 3 hours he changed my life. I had upgraded to VIP so I had first access to getting in the doors or super VIP or whatever it was. And no, it wasn't super VIP because I was like $10,000 and I was like oh hell no. But I was VIP and there was like that you know how the the super VIP was up here and then there was like a a yeah. bar you know, mm-hmm. and then there were tables right behind the bar, so, mm-hmm. bar is not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say, well, I was in that front row right there, and so Tony, like, at several times, like, grabbed my hand, you know, like, I felt like he was speaking into my soul the entire time, mm-hmm. and I, all I needed was three hours of him screaming at me, and I left that event like a completely different person, so, oh, you were there, that's bananas, oh, so you, oh yeah. my god, so, uh, what was that, Rich, um, Sir Richard Branson, that was that year, yeah. right? hmm crazy
1: yeah that was the year he was there and uh i'm trying to think who else really big was there but yeah obviously tony and sir richard branson were like the, the big ones that i remember there were some other people too you know and then obviously yeah. eric warry himself yeah. um and his wife yes marina Oh, yeah, yeah, she's so. awesome yeah Yeah, so good. But I I love how you really dialed in on up leveling the people you are surrounding yourself with. And it, you know, I think there's a lot of people initially that think, okay, it's one thing to invest in working with someone, you know, working with a coach or a mentor, like that's one piece of it. But understanding investing in the people you surround yourself with and elevating your tribe to match your big goals. That's why I ended up obviously joining some of the ones where obviously where you and I got connected. Yeah. Because I realized I was like, I need to up level and be around people who are just constantly blowing my mind because they're doing, doing things right in business. And personally, and I'm like, I didn't even know that existed. Please tell me about it. Right. Right? Like I'm constantly learning and they're growing and they're challenging and everybody's always sharing wins and sharing challenges. Like this is real life. And I mean, initially it was almost a little bit of a shock where I was like, man, I'm sitting here celebrating everyone. And I was like, and granted, no imposter syndrome, which was awesome, <laughs> but I was feeling a little way about like, why am I kind of feeling a little comparisonitis in this moment? Sure. Like, what's going on here? And I and then because I sat in the suck <laughs> of it, yeah. You know, I didn't avoid my emotions. I'm sitting in this and I'm like, why am I feeling this? Like I'm celebrating and I'm genuinely happy for everyone. It was like right at the end of the first quarter, and I'm like, oh. Because this is the first time I've been around this many people that are so fucking epic. Yep. It yep. was the first time I was like, oh
0: damn.
1: It's just, like, yeah. it's just part of that up-leveling. But it yeah, rewires
0: your brain. It did. You just used and the that's word magic. How quick it works. And I love that. Like yeah. anybody because there's I'm sure lots of people will listen to this. You're gonna have people who are like, oh my god, people will pay like pay that much money to like get noticed, to be seen, to get in friend circles. You if that is where your brain went are exactly who we're talking to. When Mm -hmm. I say you have got to start shifting your mindset, money is an abundant resource. And there are a lot of people who know how to make it a lot better than you do that you need to get around, but they know what the value of their time is. They know what the value of their information is. They have spent 50, 60, 30, 20 years, 80 years of their life becoming a master oh yeah you pay for that it's like the analogy where picasso have you heard the story of picasso where he's like a woman goes up to him on the street i don't know if it's the real story okay but the story goes there's a woman who goes to picasso he's standing on the street he's painting art for people and it takes him 30 seconds to make a piece of art and he hands her the piece and she goes oh my god it's beautiful hands her the piece of art and he says that'll be thirty thousand dollars And she said, that took you 30 seconds. He said, no, that took me 30 years. Some of you need to understand that. I'm not saying you're paying for friendships. I'm saying you have got to understand the value of knowledge. You've got to understand the value of education outside of college and traditional liberal arts educations and all that crap. Quite frankly, I don't know why you go to business school. Those people aren't building businesses. It's very interesting. Go to business school to learn from people who don't know how to build businesses. Fascinating. Okay. Spend your college tuition, $120,000 or whatever your college education cost you on uh these masterminds. Get around people. Get around the people who know how to make millions of dollars. Actually build businesses. I don't know. Pay people for time. You know, what does Get- Gary Vee charges? what? $10,000 an hour for group sessions with five people. So $50,000 an hour. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But do you want success like that? Do you want relationships like that? Do you want somebody who knows how to invest like that? Do you want somebody who knows how to flip their money like that? Do you want you want the information? I'm not giving it out for free. They're not giving it out for free. Change your circle. Change your life. It is absolutely bananas
1: how much things change when you change the circle like that. When you invest in elevating and surrounding yourself with elite level entrepreneurs, it's also the quality of the people. It is amazing how generous they are with their genius. You know, whether you are exchanging resources like time and money or you're exchanging your genius for their genius because it is amazing how going into these networks of people and they're like, Oh, enamored with what I do and my story and the value I'm bringing to the table as well, because it's not something that they've got. Right. Right. So that's why like, there's no comparison. And it's part of that owning your expert and realizing you've spent a lifetime doing the work to earn a seat at that
0: table. Yeah. I mean, you I like write that, that down a lifetime of work like you can't tell
1: of work.
0: like I don't know your full story yet I'm excited to know more about you but like you can't tell people like me who literally grew up poor mm-hmm. that you can't pull yourself out of it stop making excuses Every time you write a hateful comment, every time you bash the people who have what you want, every time you come on somebody's live video or their Instagram post or their TikTok or their whatever and you complain about their Lamborghinis or their lifestyle, unless it is a trust fund baby, that person outworked you. That person outpersonally developed you. That person elevated their circle faster than you. You need to put some respect on their name. I don't get mad when I sit down with, with people who are way more successful than me. I go, ooh, baby, teach me. <laughs> I was, Just talk. I'm not going to talk in this conversation. You talk. Take it. I'm, I'm here to learn, and I'm here to serve. What do you need? You need me to clean? I will clean your house. I will wash your car. I will do what. What do you want? What do you want? I need to learn. That's how it starts. But making excuses and complaining and talking about how life's not fair life's never going to be fair, get over it. But you need to change something.
1: Also too, not just the hate they throw externally, but like, no matter how much people are out there doing and hustling and making some magic happen. Anytime we throw that shade to ourselves you know, the inner critics saying I'm an imposter, I'm a fraud, I'm not yeah. good enough, you know, or the subtle sabotage cycles of look at this amazing, awesome month I had in my business and now let me tank my next two months oh. because I didn't actually work on my capacity for receiving and saying I love myself enough to, to get what I desire and actually Girl,
0: that's good. That um. worthiness in there. I, um, I'll just be like honest and transparent with you. I still struggle with imposter syndrome. So I know you mentioned, like, you you didn't feel it in that one situation earlier we chatted about, but there's still days that I'm like, what? Um, and it's usually about, like, like I had a moment the other day, so I was just on, um uh, it was actually Eric's stage, but I thought I was going to teach 30 minutes or something on social media. And he sent me a text message when I was on stage, and he said, please uh, stay on stage until 5 p.m., which was seven and a half hours later. And I was like, what? Okay. Like, what? Uh, Okay. Like, I had no prepared trip- I mean, it, I know what I do, so it was fine. Mm-hmm. And then I said, Eric, like, because there were thousands of people on there. And I said, what is your, it, it was a special program called, like, his, called his Accelerator. And I said, what did these people pay? He said $10,000. I'm like, What? to have that moment where i'm like doing the math you know in my brain like i'm like i'm sitting there i'm like that was 10 over that was like literally over 10 $10, 20 million dollars of so i just say that because i think people might look at confident people you're very confident i'm very confident and you might think oh they've just got their whole lives together nothing bothers them no it bothers us You know, the, the psycho comments, we read them, you know, or we see them. Ooh, like we, we deflect them faster than most people probably do. But God, the worthiness thing is a a constant battle. But I love that you told people like you need to, when you have those successful months, don't self-sabotage by going down the, I didn't deserve that. I didn't, whatever. I didn't like, yeah, you do. Like it is an abundant earth. There's no, there's no limit. The limit does not exist. There's no, like there's literally like we print money. We literally put paper in a printer and we print it. What makes you think you can't have more of that? What makes Bitcoin is not even. Have you ever touched one? No. What are you talking about? Like money is fake. Money is fake. It's crazy what we give this value to like. You and everything you learn and all the skills you, you learn and you can then give to the world and serve. There's a reason I put out so much free content. I've put out millions and millions and millions of dollars of free content. Mill- I mean, I don't need, maybe it's billions. I don't even know if we're looking at 20 million the other day, right? Like I've given away so much because I know that that comes back. Serving always comes back but if you don't feel worthy you will i got I'm right with you on that you're going to self sabotage yourself right into where you came from you're going to self sabotage yourself right down into that rock bottom you're going to oh you're going to tear it all apart and why mm-hmm. why so,
1: so true right i no i I absolutely love that we talk about this cuz no the imposter syndrome and the doubt and the crap it still creeps up now what's funny is being having a seat at that table you know, entering into that room for the first time and being around these, you know, seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs, all these epic freaking people and not feeling like an imposter. I was like, yep, I earned my seat to be here. Like, I know I earned this. This was invitation. Like I got this, but what's hilarious. And I'll just use the context because I just did it yesterday. I just did an epic free workshop yesterday and basically launched for the first time Um, access to me for less than a five-figure investment. Like, I I launched a course. There's there's two levels of support options. Like, one's like 3K, one's 6K, right? Like, I've not had something that low access to me in years. And it's literally, I'm sitting in this space of like, nobody's invested in it. What's wrong? (laughs) Nobody's buying. You know, I mean, even though doors close, like in a few days and stuff like that but like that's the stuff that starts creeping up like man i've got all these awesome people they've been in my network forever this is definitely their investment level i know all these people are ready right like we get all pumped up and excited and then crickets yeah Right. And so like, there's that gap. That's that gap where that head trash can start going in the mind jail. We can step into the mind jail and lock ourselves in. And I'm like, I'm feeling I'm kind of way and I'm laughing because I can have these high level investments and like really own that lane. And here it is the, the little shit. And I'm just like, What's what is what is this? I don't understand what's happening
0: here. Right. But you understanding really, so that there's hilarious. variables in there in that. Like it's not like you having the mental fortitude to know it's not you. That's the thing that right. most people lack. And it's okay to have those moments where we were like like you just said, which I love it, thank you for, for your honesty, right? Um, to be like, What? I can sell six and seven figure things, what is going on with the you know, whatever. Um, I think we've all been there you know, we've all been there or, or the people who your imposter syndrome is so strong that you don't even try because you're like, God, nobody would do it. Nobody would do it. I mean, like now I'm preaching to myself. Oh my God. Like, you know, the best way to learn is to teach. Oh God. The amount of time I know I should have courses. I'm well aware. Okay. (laughs) Have a mastermind i know and like sometimes i'll say like i have nothing planned right and sometimes i'll be on live video and i'll say like how many of you would spend ten thousand dollars for a weekend where i just coach you for for two days we get like a bougie airbnb you know like and we just we build we build you business and it's like me 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 and i'm like oh my god like what am i doing you know but and i don't i don't drop i've never dropped anything I've only done free coaching. I've only done, and I'm like, now I'm over here, like giving myself a therapy session. So thanks for letting me talk through this.
1: <laughs> you are welcome. But, I this uh, is what I specialize in. We'll have
0: to chat <laughs> with you. It's so funny. You know, but it's like, if all but, right, girl, let's talk about
1: this. Yeah, but you get the
0: point. It's like, but that, but that, even me saying that, that's <laughs> imposter syndrome. Like, that's me saying, but what, that's me going, and some people have this on different scales, but that's me in my mind going, okay, they say that they would come for a weekend for $10,000. And then maybe I upsell a VIP day or something. Who knows, you know? But like, what if I put it out and I put all this work and effort into doing it and then nobody buys? You know, like I have, like I do that too. I do that too. Um, Even understanding, you know, um, I understand how money works. I understand how manifestation works. I understand how all works. I know I need to put something out because I'm telling the world what I'm worth. I know. But but, uh, (laughs) we all have it. I I like this kind of conversation because it's just open and Mm -hmm. it's honest and... I think more people need to know that there's still humans inside of the super powerful entrepreneurs. Like we still battle the, the worthiness at some capacity, no matter who you are.
1: So true. Every, all the time, right? Like anytime we're up leveling, anytime we're doing something different and especially, and you hit the nail on the head on this one, anytime we pivot to sharing our genius and getting paid for it. It's amazing. I work with so many of these entrepreneurs, again, they're so six, seven, eight, nine-figure business entrepreneurs, but the second they want to pivot and add in coaching, mentoring, or consulting, they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to charge like $100 an hour, and I'm like, what, excuse me, wait, what, you know, and and they, or they just want to give it away for free, because really, like, all of a sudden, it moves from a product or a service into, wait, they're paying me for me, all of a sudden
0: just starts all the crap all the crap starts yeah that, that's where right. that's where I live that's the zone I live in <laughs> not yeah nine exactly. figure nine figure business and yeah. uh that's me yeah I'm like oh god they're gonna pay me
1: <laughs> yep making the pivot to then yeah. yeah owning that lane and being okay with Sharing your genius in a way that you're, you know, you're being compensated, you know, putting your clients in the exact same position that you are in, being willing to invest in people like Eric Worre and Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. to get that access and invest in their genius because it's such value to you. Correct. And knowing that you can give that same opportunity to someone
0: else. Yeah. It's powerful
1: thank good you that, that
0: was good for me i'm gonna have to re-listen to our podcast <laughs> I love it,
1: right? <laughs> good juicy juicy stuff i know i'll be like all right how's your course coming <laughs> next time i see you how's the how's the coaching program i'm like
0: stop it's out <laughs> it's the
1: investment
0: no i don't i don't think i'll ever do one-on-one coaching i, I just i just i only yeah anyway but yes i'll guess i'm so not i'm gonna stop with making excuses we're gonna get something done
1: get something done nice yeah. We just made some magic happen today. I know that's I love right. It. <laughs> awesome. Well, where can everyone find you for those who absolutely loved what you shared today and want to learn more about all the beautiful genius you put out in the
0: world? Um, so I have a podcast too. It's the People's Mentor Podcast. You can find it everywhere. Um, it's a top-rated entrepreneurship podcast um i'm jessie lee ward on facebook if you're a facebooker i am i'm boss lee like you said at the beginning on instagram and tiktok youtube jessie lee ward as well and i it is me responding so if you need to have a conversation feel free to reach out
1: I love it thank you so much for your time today it has been an absolute honor we've had such a blast talking about all kinds of good real juicy stuff today
0: it was really good you've got great questions and i like your energy a lot a lot a lot thanks
1: Gonna, You know, it, it's easy to mirror someone who has such uh, amazing energy as you. I so. hey,
0: appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. And for those of you listening, remember, as always, you are enough. Be sure to leave a review, like and subscribe on your favorite platform. And I will see you in the next episode.